short, uh, so pay attention, can you afford, uh, everyday conversation, decision making, breakdown, point of views, of course, Let's go. he say, she say, hey. see how we play, hey. real life issues, hit the replay, okay. debate in politics, right. what sport you profit with, today's world news, food for thought, so, so come, come get, get a plate, pull up. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome y'all to the final episode of 2023 of the Daily Dollar Show podcast. As always, it's your hosts, Martin, Marlon. The bearded one. Or was the bearded one. He's not bearded anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought something looked different. Yeah. He, he looks like Carl Winslow. Okay. Um, Damn. <laughs> he was fat, though. Don't do me that. He was fat. Don't do me that. Damn. But you see it though, right? <laughs> I do. You see it though, right? It's the stash. It's the stash. What happened? For work. They made you cut your hair? Nah, so every year I had to renew my uh, respirator license mm-hmm. to go into chemi- to chemi- chemical plants. Mm-hmm. So I had to take the test. You can't have do that. I got to shave my beard. For the so. respirators, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, I didn't want to do it, but it's part of the job. So it pays the bills. So I feel like there's a law against that, but whatever. Yeah, it'll grow back though. So not too. There's, no, because it's a you know, mm-hmm. it's not. You can have the hair. No, they have like the little things you can put over your beard. The little you like, can't wear it. So what happens is it inhibits the seal on a respirator. Because mm. we uh, had to do them before. I had to do one before. And chemical can possibly go into the yeah. mask if you have it on a beard. Right. So now be bad. So. Mm. Right. Like after you get certified, they don't give a shit. And if right. you die, you die. <laughs> Like, if you want to grow your shit back out, cool. Do your thing. If them gas is getting that hoe because you got a full beard, that's on you. All right, I've been Drago. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's what it is. So if he dies, he dies. Uh, speaking of dying, so... Oh, man, don't do it. Okay. Let's talk about it. Um, Justin, how are you doing, sir? Uh, I was good up until, like, a few minutes ago, you know. Let's talk about let's, it. Let's talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, if you haven't heard, breaking news, Willie Fritz is leaving for U of H. To be their new head coach. He's leaving Tulane after a subpar performance in the AAC championship last night. Um, yeah, this one stings because I feel like the team is on the they're rolling right now, mm-hmm. you know, and they have a tremendous upside. And he's rebuilt the program, which I appreciate, but he's like out of here. So it's like, damn, what's, what happens next? And I just put my deposit down for my season tickets. So. Can you get your deposit back? No. Motherfucker. <laughs> That's rough. I yeah. they were trying to get me to pay it all out. And I was like, let me let me wait and see what's going on with this. It's you a know, good they, thing you had that feeling. They have a new AD, black guy. Okay. Um, the old AD left, went to uh, Washington, mm-hmm. who just beat, uh, who they beat? Oregon. Yeah, day. yeah, they yeah. did, actually. His first comment was, you know, He's happy to be somewhere where they can contend because you're never going to win a, a natty at Tulane. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe not. But, you know. A lot has to happen for Tulane to compete for a national championship. Yeah, I mean, it starts with recruitment. Yeah. Coaching, consistency. Yeah. You don't get to the top without consistency. But, yeah. So, we lost our coach. Um, so, I'm eager to see who's next. Ed Reed. <laughs> Ed Reed. Really? Throwing him out there. Not he was that. supposed to he was supposed to he wasn't he supposed to coach at Bethune Cookman? He uh and they felt that fell out. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to coach at some HBCU and he was very outspoken about the the, the quality mm-hmm. of things at I got a wild card name for you. Throw it out there. Pete Carmichael. <laughs> he's gonna probably get fired from the Saints. So he's gonna need a job, so you might as well Fuck. go to oh, man. <laughs> I know, I know. <clears throat> so, if people, most people don't know. There's two Coach O's. Coach O's son coaches at Tulane, and Coach O has been on the sideline at every single home game. Oh, this season. Okay. I know to support his son, but it's just kind of like a, you know, in the, back, a, in the back of my mind is like, is this an omen? Is he gonna be here next year? He that there, would be. He was there last night. That would be interesting. Yeah, he would sell tickets. I mean, okay. I think he could put together a good staff too. Yeah, I've been I've been told some of the LSU guys are leaving to go to Tulane. Also, a couple of their coaches. Nice. Mm-hmm. That would be you know you get Coach Owen. Tulane can't pay him LSU money, but he don't need LSU money. He still got LSU money. He's still making LSU money. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They paid him to go away. Right. 
he can come to Tulane coming wow. off a, a championship last year, a mm-hmm. championship birth this year, mm-hmm. and now new AD, Coach O, Coach O's staff. You were on the 2024 feeling real good yeah, about that. That would definitely sell tickets too. That yeah, was, it was a lot of tickets. Yeah, tickets. you would buy your fucking tickets. That <laughs> 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 deposit is well yeah, paid for at that the point. Deposit. Go ahead and keep it. So, okay. Yeah. So, Coach O, if you hear this, uh, Tulane has a vacancy. Big Coach O. Big Coach O. Because of the Coach O, he's still there. Yeah. yeah. Or you let, you know, you get a little Coach O and hire um, Big Coach O as a consultant. Maybe. You know. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what it, where it goes, where the team goes, because you have a lot of talent on the team. But I know a lot of talent went to the team because of Coach Fritz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I mean, but if you bring in a guy like Coach O, like if you – Keep the windows small. Mm-hmm. You bring in someone like Cocho. You retain your talent. Mm-hmm. And then you expand your talent pool at that point. Yeah. Because then you got people, well, shit, Tulane got Cocho. Right. Where's Tulane at? Tulane's in New Orleans. Yep. Everybody loves New Orleans. Yeah. You know, transfers start happening. You know, then it's like we're fucking competitive. We're more competitive than we were maybe a year or two ago. Because now, okay, let's get some big-ass linemen Mm -hmm. to go with the speed we got everywhere else. And the ability, you know, the talent. Yeah, so it's a... Yeah. We'll see. So what's the pay scale for uh, head coaches at Tulane? I know it's probably different from LSU, but how different is the the pay scale? He had just re-signed a contract last year. $3 $3 million a year to 2030. The new AD was going to come in and I think offer him $4.5 million forever, however long he wants. Mm-hmm. I think U of H is about to offer him seven. Okay. So it's like, mm, yeah. Kind of hard to turn that down. Yeah. I mean, bigger program, bigger city, everything's bigger. Double the money. Double the money. Yeah. You know. Damn. No, uh, what is it? No income tax or what? what? Very low tax rate in yeah, Houston. Very, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's negligible right. at the best. Yeah, so it's like, how do you turn that down and you 63 yeah, you years get old? To, you make more money and you get to keep more of it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so that's open and shut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Can't get mad at him. Just no, can't blame Not at all. Not at all. Just like, damn. We could have just give, me like, give it a couple <laughs> days. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, wait out a little more. Yeah, like, do your negotiations after you win the, the ACC championship and go to the, the whatever yeah. bowl, Fiesta Bowl or whatever right. the fuck. You know, but or rather, you know, do your negotiations. Just have everybody shut the fuck up about it. Have them sign NDAs. That's it. It's it's real easy. NDAs right. are very common now. It's <laughs> right. boilerplate right. at this point. I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure they had a big impact on the locker room. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, absolutely. So that's very unfortunate, man. I mean, the last game of the year, why not just go out all for a bang? Just, exactly. You know, yeah. But, you know, play for him. You know, it's the last game. Let's. But, but it's like you you like I'm doing that for him and he leaving me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause I came here for him. Right. If I'm a if I'm a college kid, and I'm going to going to Tulane, like, cause probably some of those kids, this is the first year at Tulane. Mm-hmm. They freshmen and sophomores, they might have transferred in. They might be their first year or whatever. And I see what he did last year, you know. And then for the veterans on the team that have been there for him, we done did all this, and maybe they have another year of eligibility. And it's like, oh, you dipping? They might transfer. Yeah. What about the idea of just putting good tape out there? If you want to be seen by another so, college or go to the pros, so, like put a good tape out there. Don't, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, it's like, yeah. okay, think about your future. I agree. But it's like, it's not necessary. I don't think they were intentionally trying to play bad. It's not like, oh, I'm going to just shit the bed on this one. It's like, it takes the, the wind out of your sails. It's, yeah. it's it's emotionally demoralizing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that. how do you expect somebody to perform at their best when they just sit, heard their mentor, their coach... Is out the door. Is out the door. Bad enough you're losing your quarterback. It's your quarterback's last game. Right. He didn't... You know, he he couldn't really play how he normally played because, you know, you had a few of the O-line that was out. It's just, it, it was just an all-around bad situation yeah. uh, yesterday. But, you know, they put up a fight, but they couldn't move the, they couldn't move the ball offensively. So what was the score? 26-14. 12-point loss. Mm-hmm. 
It wasn't a blowout. Yeah, it wasn't a blowout. And shout out to the SMU fans because they were very, very polite. Like, <laughs> yeah, they good. wasn't like rubbing it in your face, oh, y'all suck, blah, blah, blah. I had one dude shake my hand and say, hey, good game, blah, blah, blah. Completely different than Ole Miss fans. Oh, yeah. Ole Miss fans are it assholes. I'm not. You know, <laughs> okay. I ain't going to go there, but you know. I got one you. of my one of my friends. She's They're closer from, to their cousins than they She's from be. Oxford, so Oxford, Mississippi. That's where that's where they are, right? Oxford, Mississippi. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. She's from there. She's an Ole Miss fan. Her, her son plays Ole Miss. So, but they're much more polite SMU fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Southern Methodist University. They're the Methodists. They should. Be. Yeah. 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 Good Christian values. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Methodist values. <laughs> yeah. Methodist. They're not Christian. They're Methodist. Isn't that part of Christianity? It's a subset. Because uh, my grandmother was Methodist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a Christian. Yeah. It's just Christians on meth. <laughs> oh, catch what we're doing. <laughs> it's been oh, another freaking notification. Uh-huh. Tulane head coach leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Some more reminds you. All right. So, next subject. <laughs> how y'all doing? I'm good. <laughs> how, how are you, Marlon? Besides my beard being gone, um, does it feel weird? Not really. It's a little colder no. to you. Yeah. Just, just, I look in the mirror. I'm like, did you Bruh. do it yourself or you went and did myself? Okay. Yeah. Cheaper that way. Yeah. Gotcha. But I'm blessed, man. You know, my birthday coming up soon, so I'm just enjoying my time. Be old 35. Man. Mm. Old these things. That's what's up, man. Oh, no gray hair. So that's kind of a good thing about cutting the beard. No gray hair. So I feel youthful. Mm. Slightly. You? You know, my kids will be here in a couple of weeks for Christmas and New Year's, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good time. Like positive changes are happening. You know, progressing in life, taking steps forward, doing things that I'm very big on checklists. So I'm checking things off my checklist as I go, and it's mm-hmm. accomplishing those things always feels good. So, he started Christmas shopping yet for the boys? Yes. Already did it. Um, got some shit for them for Black Friday. Upgraded their headphones. They've been wanting some like of the sports Bluetooth headphones. Okay. So before I go out and start buying like Beats and shit like that, I bought some ones from this other brand on Black Friday. Uh, I don't even know what fucking brand it is, but I got them for. Um, I got both of them. They were like sixty percent off. Oh, that's great. So I ordered them. I ordered two pairs of them because they were 60% off and they had an extra like $7 coupon on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So they were like $13 a piece. Oh, shit. So I ordered two pairs of them because they had both been wanting them, that style of headphones. Uh, I think we're upgrading the iPads this year. That's that's another thing. It's fucking money. How much are you trying to spend on the iPad? Um, so I found a place that does the renewed iPads for mm-hmm. like 200. So is that a good price? I mean, it's, yeah. it's a, it's a 2017, 2017 10 inch with 128 gigs of storage. Mm. You know, that's <laughs> too reassuring. I mean, it's good for an no, 11. I, I think it's good. Yeah. Just, no, you know. for an 11 and 12 year old, it's perfect. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they've had Amazon fire tablets for the last three, almost four years. So it would be an upgrade no matter what. I think I got one. I get this iPad. Twenty. We'll talk offline. We'll mm-hmm. talk off air. Yeah, I might, I might have some for you. What about you, Jamin? Is uh, shopping lately for Christmas or not yet? Uh, not yet. We're gonna shop next week because Jordan's birthday is on Wednesday. So, you know, it should be fun, man. Yeah, just try not to. Go broke all in one day. Look, just paid the mortgage. Hey, Ooh, you, know. you know I go <laughs> first of the month, baby. All the bills just came out. Um, nice. Yeah. So no, no buying yeah. of the gifts as of yet. Thanks, Terry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we we got Trust stuff in, in carts, Amazon carts and stuff. Yeah. And it's it's easy to shop for her because, I mean, she'll be what three. Two. Two? So she, oh, she feels so much older I know, than I, she I know, I said, yeah. I thought she'd be three right no, now. She's two. She's two. Oh, uh, she's two going on 20. Basically. But she don't really, she has toys and she'll play with them, but then she's, she's more, that iPad, man. Like, yeah. that's all she really care about. It's the iPad and 
what are my parents doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. She trying to just be up under y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's what, that's what it should be. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. For how long, though? Duh, until they stop. Until they decide. Forever. Duh, until they decide they no longer want to do it, which will never happen. Until they have their own kids. Yeah. yeah. And then their kids going to be up under us. Yeah. Man, I don't mind it sometimes. It's like, something like, bro, like, Gray, I love you, bro. You're the only child. Damn. Shut up. Yeah, that's true. Ain't nobody asked you. Oh, you are the only child. Yeah. Damn. Sorry about that, y'all. No, you good. <laughs> that was, I was very aggressive in the moment. My and I felt that, too. I felt it. But no, like. Mom was like, oh, I think he's good. I'm good with this one. Yeah. I mean. I, so let me say this. I, w- I was technically an only child because I didn't really grow up with my siblings like that mm-hmm. because of the age gap and then living separate places. Like my youngest brother, he's 10 years younger than me. Yeah. And we have different moms. So he lived with his mom. And then my other siblings, I'm six years older than my brother and then 10 years younger than my sister, 10 years older than my sister. So, and I moved with my dad when I was like 14, so he would have been like eight. Okay. So I had a significant portion of my time being an only child, but. And how was that for you, being an only child, like in that time frame for you? Was, did you enjoy it, or you was just someone to play with? Um, I always had cousins. Like, mm. like I was, I was instantly, I. It was different for me because I went from being the oldest, the only child, to being the youngest. Because I was always around my cousins hanging out with them. Yeah. And I was the youngest one. So it was very different in that thing. That was just being the youngest is fucking weird. Because hmm. then you got to, like, fight for everything. You did that growing up, Justin? Like, fight over things? or Not really. Nah. With my sibling? Mm-hmm. Nah, we all, we've been cool. Like we were cool Everybody just be chilling You know I got shit for being the youngest Because you get shit for being the youngest apparently And I'm the oldest male So Yeah I kind of did what I wanted Mm -hmm. You know And I was never that Big brother like Give me that Give me this Yeah Mine Like everybody All of my siblings and I Were We're all individuals It's kind of weird Everybody's their own people When we're together Everything's cool When we're apart Everything's cool So but that's good. Yeah. 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 How many siblings you have? <laughs> I have three sisters and two brothers. Damn. Yeah. It's a lot of kids. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like thinking about it and looking at my siblings, all my siblings are grown now. Mm-hmm. Like, which is nice. And to be able to, to relate to them as adults is nice. Mm-hmm. To be able to see them succeed earlier than I have is nice. Yeah. Like, my brother has a great job. He works for Stennis. His wife is uh, works in, like, the film and movie production industry. Mm-hmm. They bought a house. They just had their first kid. You know. Oh, that's the one who had the... Uh... Just had a son. Yeah. Shout out to my brother, Shana. They had a uh, baby shower yeah. on the day of a uh, Saints game. Yeah. Shame on y'all. Yeah. They're not sports people, though. They mm. don't watch football at all. I don't know how you do it. Man, you oh, know, teach his own, I guess. To each their own. My brother's a gamer. He's a tech guy. Damn, bro. It's okay. Just that shit. That was, that no, was man. It's just, I don't want to, you know, y'all flowing right now, but it's this okay. is what I said about old Miss fans, right? Mm-hmm. The the my friend of mine who you know she, right. she's from Mississippi right Ole Miss fan right. just sent me this of Coach Fritz in U of H gear just to oh, show it's so just it's true this is when you <laughs> replied too soon pain see this is when I start cracking jokes about Mississippi I'm gonna just uh, hey, are, you, are you gonna block her temporarily <laughs> I'm, like, I'm gonna just put put in hotty toddy yep that's rough but. Because they're not doing anything right now. No. They didn't have a bowl game. Because they're in the SEC and they <laughs> suck. <laughs> talk My that bad. shit, Jay. You good. <laughs> no, talk your talk shit, Jay. But yeah, so I'm happy to see them being successful. Like, we just found out my uh, my sister's going to have a kid next year. Okay. With her uh, significant other. Super happy for them. Good. Um, They're doing well. So, and then my other brother's engaged. 
And they're getting married like early 2025, I think it is. 25? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, it might be 24. You know, and they don't have kids, and they're not rushing to have kids, and they both have good jobs, and they make good decisions. And He's with 27, right? Yeah, he's 27. Yeah. How old is she? Same age. Okay. You know, yeah. Good for them. They're they're great. They're, you know, it's like, God, I'm so glad y'all didn't have to deal with the trauma that I had to deal with. Like, y'all are doing so well. (laughs) So proud of (laughs) y'all. So speaking of reflection, uh, we've had uh, a pretty good year, I would think, as a podcast. Uh, what were your highlights of this year so far? In life? Of the podcast. Of the podcast? Yeah. Joining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big, biggest highlight, joining. Yeah. You know, getting getting everything rolling. We just kind of hit the ground running. We had some very good interviews. What was your favorite interview? Probably uh, the one with Buck. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. He means first Edward one. Buckles for yeah. those that oh. doesn't know. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I mean, to clarify, yeah, he means Edward Buckles, award so. win, award winning, oh yes, award winning yes. director, producer, yes, uh, Katrina Babies, Katrina Babies, yes, yes, who was yes. just recognized by BAFTA. I did see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so shout out to him, who was traveling everywhere, everywhere, eating all type of food. Yep. He's always cooking something. Always cooking and always eating something. Yeah. I'm just like, man, that, that shit looks exquisite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even like stuff I don't even eat. It just look good. Yep. Yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to him. What about you, Marlon? Who was your... I definitely enjoyed the interview with uh, Justin Brown of uh, Power Unola. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of get his thought process of what he goes through on a day-to-day basis. Right. Like, I'm sure he gets all kind of DMs all day, every day. That he probably gets tired of... Reposing the same old thing about kids being shot or, you know, just crying yeah. over the city. It just seems very taxing. But just to, you know, really get a glimpse of what he's go through, just right. I appreciate that much more. Um, I did enjoy the interview we had with uh, Renard mm-hmm. on the Hangout. That was that was dope. Um, but, yeah, it's been a really good year, man. I'm proud of us. So yeah. how about you? Uh, I don't have a particular one that's a favorite. Like, because there was, to me, there were so many that were good. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones I enjoyed the most are the ones where we just talk shit. <laughs> where we just had, you know, like the last one we did, you know, it was just it was just us talking. It's a, yeah, it's us in the moment, being honest, being having real conversations. Yeah, that are relatable. Like it's us being authentic to who we are as people, mm. and those are always my favorites. You know, do I, I do I really enjoy it when we go down rabbit holes sometime? Absolutely. Start talking <laughs> about crazy shit. Absolutely. But, you know, those are, that's what makes it fun for me. That's what makes it worthwhile. That's what makes taking this time every day out and spending this time with y'all. Because I love y'all. I'd be happy to do this just sitting on a couch, kicking it, talking mm-hmm. shit, watching football. I mean, we could do that every Sunday. We, and I, I would be absolutely okay with it. Might be happening. Stay tuned. Yep. <laughs> oh boy. So, <laughs> but being able to do this and have conversations that maybe sometimes people don't have. Yeah. yeah. You know, especially when we talk about things that are personal that don't always pop up on a podcast, but we still have those moments and those conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, because we we've I feel like cultivated a space for us where. We can be honest and vulnerable and transparent with people who are supportive and encouraging, and not everyone has that. Yeah. So my takeaway from this season is having the space in general to be with y'all. It's great. Love you too, man. Love you too. Yeah, love you too, bro. <laughs> it's definitely a, a free therapy doing this every time we get a chance to sit down and talk with each other. Like I said, we've had you know, issues with our life going on. It was yeah. kind of good to reflect. And, uh, yeah, you get those thoughts out there, man. It's not good to hold things in. It just, it's, just, it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have these conversations with you guys and, you know, keep the shit. Right. And with that being said, we're about to drop part 17 of the list. Oh. No, I'm playing. I'm trolling. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, that was, one of my, that was one of my favorites, too. Oh, yeah, it was kind of favorite, that too. List, my damn list was stupid. You know, and I think you texted about this the other day. 
about the 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 men and women, men versus women on yeah, Twitter. The gender wars. I'm sick of yeah, it. Yeah, it's fucking gender. <laughs> I'm sick. Of it's it. ridiculous. Yeah, I'm bro. sick of it, bro. So so, and then I'm gonna use that as a segue. Um, there was a conversation on Twitter, on X rather. Excuse me. Um, about. Let me see if I can find it. It's the difference between black people and those you would refer to as niggas. Mm. And so... Chris Rock had a bit on that. He did. He did. And the statement was made that the gap between those two is widening on a day-to-day basis. I saw a, 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 a little clip of Charleston White talking about the black community and how it's F the black community. How's uh, what? He's just saying like F the black community because the black community don't want to be saved. Hmm. That and was on the Cam Newton podcast? I don't think it was on Cam Newton. I, I saw what yeah. he was saying on Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think it was something different. But it's, the older I get, the more I'm kind of like, I get it. I get, like I get it, cause some of the stuff I see out here is just kind of like, man, no, no, no dignity, no self respect, none, nothing. Yeah. Like it's just like, wh- what are we, what are we doing as a as a culture, as a people? The, I <clears throat> like the chick, who the chick that did the song with um the Buddha the Buddha hole brown chick, sexy red. So they had the other chick <laughs> that did the song with her. Um, Sukiyama. All right. So, don't ask me. I know. He's on top of it. Don't ask me. I know. <laughs> Thank you for knowing. So, like, I'll never forget the, the song. I don't even know who the rapper was where, like, the dude was walking them like dogs. Uh, probably, I think that was NLE Chopper. By like the the fake hair, by their weave. Maybe, I think that was it. Yeah, light-skinned dude. I don't even know. Mm. But it's like the only two dark-skinned chicks, he was walking them. All the other chicks were like light-skinned and foreign. I just, I, what I want to know is where's the line between like, empowerment of women and like just flat out asinine crazy behavior like okay we all know she's pregnant she's performing I support you know you're getting your money you showcase your your art and your talent but at what point do we just say stop is it, is it appropriate to right bust it open on stage it's not for, I saw the clip of that on Instagram that shit so, was disgusting I, I'm just so here I'm about disgusting. to send us to y'all I don't want to sound, you know. No, just, just no. It's a it's a fair question. It's a fair question because at what point do at what point does somebody say this shit ain't cool? Like, cause I'm gonna be honest, and Justin, I know as the parent of a daughter, mm-hmm. you're gonna probably feel this. If I had a daughter, and that was how she acted, I would snatch her ass. In a heartbeat. Hmm. Like, I I respect creativity. I respect art. I respect the 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 space to portray and ex- explore yourself and put things out in the universe. Mm-hmm. But there are ways, like, like the argument, people have made the argument, I think, that, oh, well, Meg and Cardi do it. But to be kind of honest... Even though it could be a little raunchy, there's still a tastefulness to it. Yeah. Hmm. There's still like a line they don't cross. Hmm. Like they say some wild shit. Don't get me wrong. But if you put Meg and Cardi next to Sexy Red and Sukiana, <laughs> which really way are you going? The only difference, personally, the only difference between them, because I, I don't like none of this shit from none of them. Yeah. But, you know. 
I'm a Megan Stallion fan. I know. Um, we know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> look, look, look. You and me both. Because I've seen but a like, recent post. The only difference between, you know, the two on one side and two on the other side is the two on this side got sex tapes. The lyrics are all the same. Same dances. This, you don't have sex tapes from these two. Really? Really? <laughs> I mean, one, I didn't know the other. Oh, no, Sexy Red did have that sex tape. Mm-hmm. She did. She, just, she didn't leak it, though, she said, right? Quote, unquote, she didn't leak it on purpose. I don't, I don't know. Her boyfriend at the time did. So I mean, ain't that nigga in jail? Um, I don't know. Ah, did she get pregnant? <sighs> Who's the baby daddy? Somebody she has a song called out. Rich Baby Daddy. And then she also, or, or does she have a song called F My Baby Daddy? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't keep track of it all. Me either, but I mean... Yeah, I uh, I think about this stuff every day, and it's like, what what? I don't want my child to consume any of this, mm-hmm. and then I also have a spouse, and I have to be mindful of like what she's consuming, but I also have to say, hey, you know, be careful what you listen to around our child, but at the same time, I can't be like dictating how dictating she lives her yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's that fine it's, balance. I ain't, ain't even a balance. It's like, damn. Right. <laughs> damn if I do, damn if I don't. I mean, that's but you know, that's one of those things when you have a spouse, y'all sit and have that conversation like, what are we going to consume? Because that impacts how we do things as right. people. Because I stopped consuming all hip-hop, rap music when I'm with, you know, Jordan. Right. I don't, we listen to the news. Like when, and when Ian and Ethan are around me, I play... Uh, Contemporary classical. Yeah, and I might do that sometimes, yeah. Like, I I mean, I listen to that majority of the time anyway now because I just find it way more peaceful. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't listen. I prefer music without words at this point in my life. I prefer it. It's, it's better for me. Like, there are some songs, like, my kids like Bruno Mars. We sing the shit out of Bruno Mars in the car. Mm-hmm. Like, but I had to think about it. And I, I've told I've talked to their mom about this. Like nineties R and B was a wild time hmm. at some points, depending on what you hear. And I love I love their music, mm-hmm. but I don't listen to it with the kids. Um I should not I, I know personally, like some of the music I listened to as a kid, I would not let my kids listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Um Cash Money and High Boy. I mean, dog, I'm a Wayne fan till this day. Yeah, that's my favorite rapper. Like, straight up. And yeah, I don't play Wayne around them at all. Yeah. They're not yeah. old enough. They they can't they don't live that lifestyle. They never grew up in it, nor do they know what it's like. Mm-hmm. Like, so one, I I want if you listen to this, I want you to be old enough to understand that the context and frame of reference that you would need to understand this music you do not have. Mm. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like I felt that too. Like like you do not have the like you did not grow up like I did. Like I grew up catching the bus out the hood in New Orleans mm-hmm. to have the frame of reference to understand what Wayne was rapping about at fourteen and fifteen years old. Mm-hmm. You do not have that, sir. Yeah. So and then it's like, you know, oh well, what about Drake or what about this or what about that? Yeah, some stuff is cool. There are some songs that ain't bad. Yeah. But for the most part, I just rather you li- like because the people they're in school with, they have mm-hmm. access to all that shit. Yeah. The, th- the thing I've noticed with like changing that habit is mm-hmm. that I've started to listen to stuff less and less. Yeah. Now I'm still a freaking Travis Scott fan through and through, mm-hmm. but like I've stopped listening to a lot of stuff. And I, I'll listen to King Von to get hyped up for work. I got to get myself in a certain mind, not mm-hmm. mind frame, but my consumption of like that type of music has gone right. down a lot. About I, you, Marlon? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't know how I feel about them. I mean, what's in your rotation right now? I'm an R&B guy, man. Just, That's fair. I like Chris Brown, Mario, uh, Drake, just, I'm just real chill, man. Like, some Lil Wayne here and there, but just, I'm just good with R&B. That's just my, my go-to. It gets me my mind right every single time, no matter what. Day or night or I'm driving, just, I'm just a good R&B guy. But, like, with R&B, is that stuff you play around Grayson? Yeah. Because it's, 
I want to say songs that are appropriate. Like, for example, my favorite song right now is um, Let Me Love You from Mario. It's, it's an old song, but it's like... Yeah, that's a great carry, song. Carrying to a woman. It's like just... Yeah, I kind of made sure that... Well, and then we're in the car, too, with him. He's always playing uh, Netflix. So mm. he only listens to music I talk about it. So I'm kind of good at it right now with him as far as music. Yeah. So... Okay. And yeah, I mean, in those situations, it's going to be better because it's like you're not listening to rap and hip hop. You're not listening to current rap and hip hop. Mm-hmm. So it's just there. there's things he's not going to be exposed to. Yeah. So Which is, yeah, no, nah, because I know I, um, I remember Ian and Ethan were like trying to imitate words from a song. I don't even remember what song it was. I was just like, nah, what the fuck are y'all? Where are y'all getting this from? Woo. And it's like, it, it wasn't just like a ridiculous song. It wasn't crazy. Yeah. But it was just, it was something I knew we didn't listen to. So then it's like, how are you having access to this? And then, of course, it's YouTube and That's YouTube a problem with YouTube. Because YouTube, you get access to everything, man. Like, it's just so easy. talk with his, you know, probably friends from school, mm-hmm. listen to that. And it's like, you just get caught in the whole, the whole world. Man. Like, I know about, like, Lil Wayne since I was in elementary school. Like, my kids, I mean, like, my kids, but, like, you know, classmates of mine talk about Lil Wayne and Juvenile and Big Time. I'm like, who? Like, what? Right. I had no idea who they were. So, right. yeah. You know, it's... I'm more concerned about like what my kids ingest peripherally from yeah. other kids, what they get from other kids in the spaces they're in mm-hmm. because other parents aren't, they don't curate their kids' experiences mm-hmm. the way I do. Yeah, Like I curate what my kids listen to and have access to intentionally because it's like, I don't want my kid to know more rap lyrics than he does lessons from school. Yeah. Like that shit drives me. Hmm. Like I know cousins who I don't associate with at this point. Um, and their kids, they know like, they know like Tupac rap lyrics. They know like, no, like they don't get me wrong. You can give me the whole ghetto poetry argument all you want, and I'm not gonna dis. I'm not really gonna disagree with you, mm-hmm. but my eight year old, like your eight year old, should not have a better grasp of Tupac lyrics than the fucking alphabet. It's all about frequency, man. Yeah, M- music has different frequencies catch on catch on in the mind faster than anything. Yep. Yeah, but. I agree with you. Yeah. I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> just access, man. Just kids and just having access to all these things are just scary. Yeah. Par- parenting is, I hear this a lot from older people now. It's like, I wouldn't dare have a child in this day and age. I mean, they criticize us as millennials. Mm-hmm. Right. But then it's like, oh, but I wouldn't have a kid in this, this day and age because oh, 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 oh. you can't oh, control that, oh, though. Shut up. Right, exactly. I mean, like, look at the shit kids had access to when y'all were fucking parents. Like, the, what did they have access to? Uh, alcohol. Well, they got access to it now. I'm, but like, I the, mean, the more, sure. amount of content that our kids yeah. have access to is crazy. Right. My uh, daughter. I mean, uh, not to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. I was just about to post something on, on Instagram. My daughter just sent me a text message requesting more screen time on her iPad for YouTube. How? <laughs> <laughs> she just knows how to do it now. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. But that's her that's her ecosystem though. That's her ecosystem. Like my ecosystem was a Game Boy and requesting more time asking <sighs> my mom in Verbally. person. Those are the days. Verbally. Yeah. Not texting. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean here's that. the yeah. thing. Is it is it she obviously didn't compose the text? She, I, there's obviously a way to request more screen time, right? But the and simple she, fact knows she knows the how functionality to do it. of it. Yeah, it's insane. She yeah. knows how to get to certain videos. She even knows how to type in words. Or she, here's the, she did another thing this morning. We have Apple TV um, at home. Mm-hmm. She knows how to press the remote and Talk she'll say, it. "Oh, McDonald mm-hmm. had a farm," so the video will pop up. That's fucking insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Was, uh, That's the world we live in. It's blowing my mind. My son the same way. He go on Netflix. 
goes to that YouTube, same thing. Like, just I'm like, what are you doing back there? Watching, <laughs> watching Netflix. Like, how do you even get to Netflix? Just right. like it just because I pressed the button and I said Netflix and it did what I wanted it to do. But he's, to his point, though, man, yeah. it's just surprising nowadays. Just how they just they pick up on everything. Mm-hmm. They see everything you do. I notice, like, when listening to certain music, if you sing it in front of them, then they'll repeat it. Oh, if yeah. you don't, they're, they're not, not going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Because they're going to they gonna mimic what we do. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got to love parenting, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you just got to watch what you say when you, you're cheering. What you say, what you listen to, you got to be careful of it all. How like you interact with their other parent. Yeah. All type of stuff. Oh, yeah. Like um, my kids are about to start competitive archery. That should be fun. Yeah. Like so, we're we're getting into <laughs> like more theater them, and archery. So Ian's theater oriented. He did a monologue. Mm-hmm. They had a performance. Had I known they had a performance, I wouldn't be here today. Uh, oh. I blame their other parent for not getting all the details. <laughs> okay. Great job. I mean, it was it was something that wasn't put on the information because we had all the information for it. Uh-huh. They just didn't like. They didn't get back in touch with us in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. So it was like it, it wasn't her fault. Gotcha. But um, they just didn't get back with us like we would have wanted them to, mm-hmm. so that I could have like booked the hotel or something and gone out there for the weekend. So they did this theater thing yesterday where um. Ian was going to do a monologue. Then they both had like afternoon workshops mm-hmm. and there was like an evening performance. Okay. And so we talked about it last night and she's going to send me the videos and stuff. But Ian was absolutely into all of it. Like he started preparing a monologue throughout the week. Hmm. Like that was. That's how I was just like him too. That, he was he was like preparing the monologue. Like. He looked up YouTube videos on how to prepare a monologue. <laughs> like, I saw his YouTube search history. It was like, how to prepare a monologue. Mm-hmm. Like, how to do a monologue. Oh, you can, you can do that, too? You can yeah, monitor all the shit. Yeah. Like, wow. he, so I gave, them access, to, I gave okay. them access to my YouTube, and then I just monitor the history. And okay. I block things. Because I don't really... only thing I look at on YouTube is, like, movie trailers and shit. So they just have access to my YouTube, and I just monitor that, and I adjust that accordingly. Right. But um, Ethan didn't care at all. He had no interest in doing it. But I that too. <laughs> it was like, you're going to go do this anyway. Right. But we signed them up for this competitive archery group mm-hmm. based out of Houston. And they go to like Young Olympics and all that shit. So. We need that here in New Orleans. They have that in New Orleans? I don't know they have We that. have archery yeah, here they in have, New Orleans? They have it. Actually, it's right outside our neighborhood. Well, I have seen that. Yeah. yeah. What? There's a club, though. Yes, yeah. The club? Okay. At, at right there on Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if you drive past, and they have the little stands that sit up. Okay. Because we were going out to Joe Brown to do it. Because okay. they have it there. They do it for free. Nice. Weekly. Okay. I know that. They provide well, the bows and everything. So, but yeah, so to do it competitively, you got to have your own equipment. So we're looking at like compound bows and shit like that. But, um,. Amazon, I'm sure you get that. Oh, no. Nah, you don't go to Amazon for that shit. I mean, (laughs) you can. But, like, Ethan is more into that than Ian is. Mm -hmm. So that's where we're starting to see the differing personalities. Ian's theater kid. Ethan is competitive archery. Okay. So, and, like, we want them both to do both so they can be a bit more well-rounded. Yeah. Because it's like, I know you don't necessarily like this, but you can learn something from it. Mm-hmm. And as far as Ian, you've grown again, you raggedy bastard. So you're <laughs> taller now, and you're longer, and you need to be more athletic, and you need to train and do things so that you can use your body better. How tall is he now? He's grown like two inches, so he's like five eight. Jesus. Yeah, he's in a he he he's growing out of everything. So. Man, don't you hate that? What? Them growing out of everything. I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right after you buy some shit. Duh, we just, I just, like over the summer, I spent hundreds of dollars on clothes, like new shit. Like every summer they come down here, she doesn't send them with anything. And hmm. that's kind of like our deal. Don't send them with anything, you know, because I'm going a, I'm to a outfit them for the summer and I'm going to send all of that back. Okay. 
So it's like they're going to have new underclothes, new socks, new T-shirts, new shorts, new shoes. Plus, I'm going to get them shit to go to school because they don't wear uniforms. Okay. So, you know, we spend, I, I spend hundreds, if not oh, in excess of $1,000 or more mm-hmm. on all of their shit. Yeah. I Man, we just spent almost $1,000 on getting Jordan new clothes and she hit a growth spurt right after that. Uh, and I'm starting to really understand Kanye's style now. Cause it's like put whatever on them damn children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just let them wear whatever, you know. Duh, at like, this point, just fine. fuck it, fuck it. Like so, I do. I do this, and I I came to this conclusion like three years ago. I started thrifting for my kids and secondhand stuff mm-hmm. for like the everyday stuff. Mm-hmm. They have nice name brand shit with tags and all of that stuff. Like yeah, they have all the nice clothes. Mm-hmm. They get the nice shoes. But for the everyday, you're going to grow out of this. I'm not spending $50 on a jacket. Fuck that. Right. I'm not spending, you know, $12, $15, $20 on pants and shirts. and sh- No, fuck all of that. I'm going to go to the, the secondhand consignment stores. I'm going to go to the nice thrift shops. I'm going to go to all of those places. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go get all the Nike and Reebok and Adidas and all of that shit because I got boys. So they, they were active wear majority of the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go get all of that shit. And I'm going to get it $3 a shirt. $2 a pants. And they're going to have brand new underwear and brand new socks and brand new all of that shit. I'm going to go to Academy or wherever I need to go to get that. Or Burlington or Walmart or whatever it is. And then I take all of that shit and I go right to the Washeria. And I put it right in the washing machine with the good detergent, mm-hmm. you know, because I go get the orange bottle fucking Tide. <laughs> I go get, one, look, I go get one little thing of Tide because I pour all of that shit in one load. I get the big the big washing machine they do for the comforters. Uh-huh. All the clothes I just bought because I'll spend $200 at a thrift stop and they'll have everything they need for, for two months for the whole summer. And then I go buy the nice shit after. Mm-hmm. And Smart. Because it's, what are my kids going to do? They're going to go to summer camp. They're going to get it dirty. They're going to sweat in it. You know, they're going to puberty. So now we got musty balls and musty armpits and shit like that. And, you know, and it's like, and then I go buy each of them a nice pair of shoes. And then I go to the secondhand store, the consignment kids store. And I find, you know, I spent a hundred bucks on four pairs of shoes Hmm. for them to beat the shit out of for two months. Smart. Because it, it's it's only getting more expensive. It's only getting more expensive. Hmm. Things are only getting more expensive. Things, yeah. things are yeah. not getting cheaper. Inflation is not going down. It's not. So. Speaking of inflation, y'all. What's up? The college football playoffs have just been announced. Oh, fucking hell. Michigan. Okay. They're number one. Washington. Okay. Tejas. Okay. Bama. Oh, oh, okay. Bama. If I'm Georgia, livid. I'm pissed. <laughs> livid. How they did not get? I'm man. pissed. Because Georgia How? lost in the SEC championship, right? Yeah, but they won the Natty last year, and they're not in. That's fucking crazy. And they're undefeated, besides the the championship but I mean, yesterday. But here's the thing. One, I don't even count the championship yesterday because the championship, my record is undefeated. Exactly. Bama's a one-loss team. Yeah. Bama should not be in. Well, it's one or two. They were they. Uh, from my understanding, what I read, Bama was a one-loss team. Okay. Look it up and confirm. But yeah, um, that is insane. That's crazy, especially Georgia coming off a of national like. Because isn't Texas one-loss team? Mm-hmm. So you got two one-loss teams, but no Georgia. Yeah, they're twelve and one. UGA number one, twelve and one. That's depressing. And their only loss was to Bama yesterday. Michigan, Washington, Texas, Alabama. Fuck. And then are people talking about Florida State too? 
get this college football ranking stuff. That's why I don't watch it. But it's the most exciting football you can ever watch. I'm just. I mean, Marlins are Eagles. I, mean, I like Eagles football, so I mean, I think that's kind of hard I, to compare. I just, I, I've got into college football recently. Yeah. And I've consumed it heavily. Yeah. Because it's just better football. It's just better football. It's better than the NFL, in my personal opinion. Because mm-hmm. the NFL, in so many ways, is predictable. College football is not. You cannot predict that shit. Well, you could. You, UGA was supposed to win yesterday. Yeah. And they got dominated. By them. They got out coached. Roll tag. Just saying. Roll tag. So is it more so for the actual like enjoy the game? Because I mean, I guess for me, I'm just it's hard for me to watch college because there's so many schools, so many players, while NFL is like, I don't know, thirty two teams and a certain amount of players from each team. It's kind of hard for me. It's easy for me to keep track of those. While for college, it seems like it's just a big old, bigger pool of like the well, SEC. Just, college just, is divided up among conferences. Like you don't have to follow all of them. Mm-hmm. You can just follow the SEC. There's only what ten schools in the SEC. Twelve. You could do that. You could do the ACC. You could do the Pac-12. You could do, you know, the Big Ten. You, you like. There's a lot of different conferences. That's college football is built on divisions mm-hmm. and division itself. And so, you know, you can you can order that how you want it to, to where you don't have to get overwhelmed. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's overwhelmed a, by all that is college football. Yeah, I don't like their I don't like the NCAA as an institution. I don't like how they do college football, how they manage it. So that's just a personal thing on me, because mm-hmm. I feel like it's very biased. Yeah. My my wife and I actually talked about this recently. The thing about college football is, is like, before I went here, uh-huh. I had no ties to it. Right. So with with college football, you know, people are like tied to that school in some yeah, way, and some that, shape, that, or form. Yeah. And then it becomes a part of your being, your culture, who you right. are. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so popular because it's like you. College football, in my opinion, is arguably bigger than the NFL. Yeah. Because you have. People who spend generations on generations. Oh, my family went to this school. Yeah, school, like, I can see that. that. And so you really buy into that shit. Whereas the NFL is just, you know, a team, teams and selection. Yeah, I see that. Tied to it that way. I mean, or you can, you can with the NFL, you can be tied to whatever team you really want to. Right. You don't necessarily have to be from that place. You know, I get that. It's, it's like Wayne being a Packers fan, which makes no sense. Right, but here I am. <laughs> you know, but yeah, yeah. I said Wayne, but yeah. I know. (laughs) (laughs) He heard you loud and clear. I know. I was just, yeah. I wanted to clarify that for the people. But um, (laughs) I didn't want to call you out specifically. Because you still cheer for the home team. Yeah. Yeah. I still, yeah. Yeah. Unlike some people, I just don't understand how you can not cheer for your home team. It's pretty easy, actually. It's just I don't outright blasphemous, honestly. Yeah, your birth certificate has New Orleans, <laughs> New Orleans on it. On it. <laughs> it's like, why would you like, root against? Yeah, especially your own if team. you were going to like charity. You know, I right. wasn't. I was. That you, explains everything. Never you, mind. Who was born at? Turo. I was Pendleton Memorial in the uh, East New Orleans East Hospital. Present day. Shit, what hospital? What in charity though? God damn I was born in charity. Best trauma center. I think it was Turo. Turo. I think it was Turo. That makes sense. Never mind. I could be wrong, but whatever. That might explain why you're an only child. Okay. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Is that why? Yeah. We don't want to go through this again. Fuck. And I, I didn't. I haven't heard any raving reviews from Turo. So they they advertise a lot. But my, I also heard like their childhood mortality yeah. mortality is like super high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and like especially when it comes to like black women in general mm-hmm. that have kids at Turo, the reviews are not great. Charity was really good at it though. Charity was a level one trauma center. Was was Turo bought out by LCMC? Yes. Okay, so they might be improving. Oh yeah, no Turo. Yeah. LCMC said we're gonna buy everything. Uh, and Ashner. And Ashner. Ashner, they they were going crazy at one point. Yeah. You got a clinic? Give me that. Yeah. Let me let me hold that. You got a prescription? Give me that. Yeah. So I want to ask y'all here, so I can talk shit about it later. Um. <laughs> Joe Flacco is a starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns today. Mm-hmm. Correct. Should I play Amari Cooper? 
And this is in our league. Coming from someone who has Amari Cooper um, in one of the fantasy leagues. Yes. They play the Rams. Uh, yeah, I'd do it. Who else is he going to be able to target? David Njoku. Uh. Which Njoku's going to get his targets no matter what because he's a tight end. Double team. But... So so here's our lineup. So we're talking we're talking listener we're talking listener league right now. Um I want to give a shout out to Oh yeah. Um Darren, such a fucking lineup. Uh <laughs> I talked to Darren yesterday, man. How's uh, he doing? He's good. He uh he said he's been busy. Okay. So what what happened? What's the outcome of that vote? So the outcome was so we had an issue and I'm sure anyone that has been in fantasy leagues has dealt with this. Um the issue was we had a member of our fantasy league who has been otherwise occupied and not being able to dedicate time to fantasy football, mm-hmm. which is fine. We understand. We all have real lives. Sometimes you don't have a free moment to put into it because you have other things going on. Your energy has to go to other places. One of our, one of the members in our league brought up the fact that as commissioners, the statement was we were getting a free win. Mm-hmm. Because they had DK Metcalf on the bench, so so this is what I took into consideration. Seattle has had an up and down year. DK has not been an all world receiver all year long. It's not it's not like DK Metcalf was putting up like Tyreek Hill numbers. You know, don't get me wrong. He he's been he's wide receiver fourteen on the year. According to Sleeper for our league, he's put up, he's missed one game. Let me check his game log. He's missed one game, and he's had one, two, two games under double digits. Uh, so he's averaging roughly about 14, 15 fantasy points a game right now. The last game against San Francisco, he put up six points. Well, not last game, game before last. Yeah. This game, they played Dallas, who is arguably one of the best defenses in the NFL. And he put up 57 in our league. So, at the time, DK already scored like 22 points on Hmm. the bench. So, I looked at it like this, and this is my reasoning. You, one, there was no way to know DK was going to go off like that. Two, he was arguably against one of the top three defenses in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So for him to go off the way he has, he did, was surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, there can be an argument to be made that he, you could have started somebody else. Um, he had other people that could have been started that still can be started. Um, that being said... It is what it is. Uh, DK ended up going off on his bench, along with Jackson Smith, Nidva, if I pronounced that right. They both had good games. So the decision was I was not going to go back and correct lineups to have him or them put in the lineup because mm-hmm. that would have given him 70 points. Mm-hmm. So when you don't necessarily communicate like, hey, this is going on. I'm not paying attention. Mm-hmm. There are unfortunately consequences for that. Yeah. Um, also, I went and looked back at the week by week for the last like five weeks. Mm-hmm. There was only one other game that would have been affected if lineup corrections would have been made. The person that Brought it to our attention. Connor. Hey, Connor. Um, want to thank you for bringing it to our attention. Had I did lineup changes, you would have lost and therefore would not be number one right now. Yeah. So in fairness, since I'm not going to go back and make lineup changes for you, I'm not going to make lineup changes for anyone else. Uh, we're all adults. We all have to be responsible. It's very easy to... You know, take accountability and you take the losses. You could, you know, everybody else they played. I mean, he had like, let me see. Last week we played um, the 11th team in our league. Uh, who that TTK? 
Troy. Troy, yes. And he had Dante Foreman and Jarrett McKinnon. And both of them were ruled out. And we still lost. Hmm. Did Trevor Lawrence and Matthew Stafford go absolutely the fuck off? Yes, they did. They had roughly 100 points between them. Mm-hmm. Then Zay Flowers and Mike Evans and Stefan Diggs put up another almost 70. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. It, it, it could be a good week or a bad week. So I looked at it as... If I change it for one, I have to change it for others. Mm-hmm. Um, there are consequences for bad decisions. You have to live with the consequences. Now, moving this week beyond, mm-hmm. we're a couple weeks away from playoffs. We're like two weeks away from playoffs at this point. Um, lineups are going to be set. And we could still lose this week. Crazy enough. Uh because we lost last week, and they had two players that didn't play. And of all of our players played, and we still lost by, like, 20 points. Hmm. So it just – I didn't see the merit in adjusting a lineup like that because it's not like – like, if he would have said, hey, I'm out the league, I just can't do it, that's one thing. Nah, you ain't such a lineup. Paid your money like everybody else. You're going to take the loss. Yeah. And that's what it is. And then the only other person, like, there's no benefit because the, they, I think it was brought up that since week eight, he hadn't really been setting a consistent lineup. Mm-hmm. I went back. He had full lineups most of the other weeks. There was only one other week that wasn't a full lineup. And that was the week that he played Connor, who's currently number one. And then Connor would have lost had we adjusted the lineup. Mm. So it would have taken it would have changed way too much and affected the ripple effects would have been way too wide for it to make changes like that wholesale changes yeah so i left it at that um it's 11:49 matter of fact did you text him about setting his lineup <laughs> i didn't text him i told him yesterday i saw him yesterday okay and i'll see him at one o'clock over the baby today. shower Huh? The Wayne shower or the baby shower? No, my wife's going to talk bridal shower oh, okay. for one. But he's coming to pick up that furniture in my living room. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, just like text him, hey, you got 10 minutes to set your lineup. I can I can text him. He probably still ain't going to do it. Okay. <laughs> hey, love you, Davis. Hey, love you. you I'll text him. Fix that. Use commission powers to fix the lineup. Nah. Okay, cool. Nothing with that shit. Look, we tried it. Yeah, just, we did it. Mm-mm. All the can of worms, bro. I ain't got time for all that. So, but guys, it's been a good season. I'm proud of us of how far we've come this this season. Looking forward to next season. Of uh, I got some guests lined up for us next year. So, okay. Looking forward to next year. Thank y'all for rocking with us this year. Hope uh, 2023 was good for y'all, but 24, let's start with the bang. So make sure y'all follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, OnlyFans, all that good stuff. <laughs> this, this year kind of flew by. Duh. Like, when did we start? We started recording season three in March. Early well, March. we episode came out with Ed on twenty uh, in April, so yeah, probably around March. Yeah, because I remember we had conversations before Christmas holiday. Came back, talked, then we started recording, and then now it's the end of the year. Yep, yep, crazy. Let's keep building though. Let's keep, let's keep going. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm making adjustments to it. Okay, on that note, <laughs> thank you guys well, for listening I'm to just... the podcast. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna make those adjustments because we know he's probably not going to. And in fairness, just be prepared. The league will make you push back. I'm just saying. That's why I told you before, before you made it, you know, just okay. I mean, here's the thing. I took their comments, concerns, questions. And you decided not to do it. So now you're gonna just do it now. I'm, I'm saying no, 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 no. I, I agree with you doing. I, I didn't 
change it after the game was started. Right. The game was already started. Players were left on the bench. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to go back and do that. What I am doing is making sure that people that are playing have a full and complete lineup of active players. Yeah, with that being said, I'm out, y'all. Holla at y'all. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Peace. I'm out. <laughs> Happy 2024. And that's another episode. Give us a like and follow on Facebook and Instagram at Daily Dollar Show Podcast. And listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more.